Hello, everyone. We are back with our election series. No? Okay, fine. Well, we are very happy and pleased to be joined today by Dr. Diana Doma, who is running for mayor of the city of Stonecrest, our humble abode. So we are happy to have you here, Dr. Doma, in our home. Thank you for coming. And we are very excited to share this time with you to talk about your candidacy. Thank you so much, Angel. It's a pleasure to be here. Thank you very much. Look, we only gave her water, so I'm glad she likes us. <laughs> so we're going to go ahead and dive right into it so that we can get you up on out of here since we didn't have anything to feature today. So to get started, just to break the ice and have something fun for the audience, can you name one thing that you would do if you could not fail? Wow, that's a great question. I think the one thing that I would do immediately is I would be accessible to the people. That's been a big issue. The people want you to be able to engage with them. And being accessible also means being transparent and being accountable. Sometimes people just want you to listen to them. You know, Dr. Adoma, you make me feel bad because if someone asked me that, I told my husband the other day, I was like, you know what I would do? I would pet a lion. And now you're going to sit up here and be accessible to the community way to make me look fantastic. (laughs) And, you know, now I have to think of something else that I would do that is more beneficial to the human race Mm because you just made me look really, really bad. And that's why I'm not running for mayor, folks. With all that being said, it sounds like it comes straight from your heart. So let's go on into the next piece that, to consider. It kind of is a segue. Mm-hmm. And what would be your vision for the city of Stonecrest? Well, my vision is to make the city stronger. Um, I believe in excellence and Stonecrest can be excellent. And so my vision is to create a stronger Stonecrest. And how would I do that? Through collaboration. If you want to build a city and build it right, First thing you have to do is bring everybody to the table. Even the naysayers, you know, angel, the haters, doesn't matter who they are. They might bring a great idea, but people just want to know that you care and they want to know that you'll listen to them. Absolutely. Haters going to hate. So (laughs) all the time. (laughs) (laughs) That is an excellent, excellent thought, because sometimes when we are considering what we want to do, We don't think of like how, right? Mm -hmm. So how would you do that? So I appreciated that very much. And now we're going on to the next kind of topic that I wanted to bring to us. And what do you believe is the biggest problem that we are currently facing in Stonecrest? I think the biggest problem is accountability. There's so many things happening, but no one has been held accountable for those things. And in order to have economic development, You have to have a government who's accountable, who's holding themselves first accountable. And then they have to hold, you know, the developers accountable, the residents. Everybody has to be held accountable. And we're lacking that. But of course, you know, I believe in um, integrity and ethics. And if you don't have those three, it's going to be almost virtually impossible Mm -hmm. to build a strong city. I can't deny that. So... I think that this is also, you know, I try to build my questions, folks, right? So you're going to have to excuse me because my little handy dandy notes are important. All right. So I think that this is a good piece for us Mm -hmm. to segue into because you already mentioned industry. Mm -hmm. So if you think about it, what industries would you like to attract to the city and why? Well, you know, why would you build a city of yesterday? So we need to build 
a city for the future, right? And technology is everywhere. So I think building a smart city is the way to go. I've been pretty firm about, you know, being able to back that up with facts and data. And I believe if we can take our city into the 21st century by way of technology, technology jobs, healthcare jobs, and in order to do those things, we have to have training and education, and we have to have a government who's willing to work with public-private partnerships. And that means that's when the companies will partner with the municipality so that we can all have a seat at the table because you can't, the city cannot build on its own. It can't be in a silo. They're going to have to collaborate in order for them to get to the next step. Absolutely. Okay, Diane. You see how comfortable I got? It's been Dr. Doma all the way up until now, and now she's Diane. All right. I like that. <laughs> Look, I made you the homegirl. All right. <laughs> On to the next one. You've already mentioned this. So this is actually <laughs> someone is going to be like, she cheated. But she didn't cheat, guys. How will you make yourself accessible to the Stonecrest residents? You already said that's the one thing you would do if you couldn't fail. So right. how would you make it happen? Well, that's the easy part. You just need to respond when people contact the city. You should never have an open records request that's been sitting out there two years old. I know people who have those. You should also be able to set up meetings with people. And again, I go back to this thing called likability, where I'm not going to meet with you unless I like you or unless you're my church member or my friend. But we have to recognize that talent is everywhere. And so what I'm going to do is make sure that I listen to everybody. And then you got to do a deep dive in the city. The first thing you have to do is find out what's working, what's not working. How are you going to go in there and, and make any positive change if you haven't done your homework by gathering the data and engaging, engaging the citizens? I can't say that enough. I agree. I like engagement. Can you engage with me, Dr. Adonis? Absolutely. I'm engaging with you right now. Oh, man, I was going to ask you for something. Well, I guess not, because I feel like engagement is representative of food. I like to engage with dinner. So unless I'm getting fed like some chicken wings mm -hmm. or, you know, a pastrami sandwich, which is something I love from California. Yummy. Am I really being engaged with? If you haven't fed me, I'm just kidding. I'm, so think about that when you become mm -hmm. mayor, mm -hmm. if you could become mayor that day and I come mm -hmm. and you said this is an engagement opportunity, mm -hmm. what is Angel looking for? Right. Snacks. Right. So I need to have some there. Snacks. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Then I'm like, you know what? Maradona is engaging <laughs> as I eat my chicken. All right. <laughs> also, this is like actually a really, really great one for me. I think mm -hmm. it's important, especially when you're in front of everyone and absolutely the mayor is a representative of the city. How would you handle criticism? Criticism is everywhere. And if you're a leader, you have to adjust and deal with criticism. If you're not being criticized. Let me say that again. If you're not being criticized, you're not doing anything. Mm. You know, can you say it one more time for those yes. in the back? I'm going to say this one more time. As the mayor of Stonecrest, you will be criticized. But if you happen to not be being criticized, you're not doing anything. But if you're being criticized, at least make sure that most of the citizens can see the work that you're putting in. And I'd like to be criticized for a few things, not many things. <laughs> There's a difference. Yes, I definitely, you know, I have a husband. I happen to like him. 
But I tell you, it seems like he likes to criticize a lot. <laughs> like, for instance, how much I like snacks, you know? So. That's my weakness, too. <laughs> Hey, bring us some snacks. <laughs> it's like, you see, it's only water here. Right. What kind of, see what I'm saying? Yeah. All right. So let's get on back to that next <laughs> one. What do you believe is the most critical role or the most important role of the mayor? The role of the mayor, according to the charter, is to be an ambassador for the city. And what that means, they need to go out, they need to bring in business, they need to meet with organizations. And let me just tell you something. We've been a city for almost seven years. However, we don't have any representation at the governor's office, at the Georgia Department of Economic Development, at the county. You know, these are different at sister cities. We need to be partnering with Conyers, Lithonia. That's how you build a city. So right now in six years, there's no seat at the table. So my role as mayor, as your next mayor, would be to go and sit down with any political party or anyone. If you can help us build a city, so that we can thrive and not just, I don't want to just survive, then you're going to have to be at the table. And let me give one reason why. The Department of Economic Development, if someone wanted to move into Georgia, the first thing they do, they contact the Department of Economic De Development, or they may contact the governor's office, whoever the governor may be. And they'll say, listen, we want to bring this plant to Georgia. And here's what we're looking for. We're going to hire 150 people 90 of them jobs would be 100 grand plus, yada, yada. That's what they tell you. If we don't have a representative there at the table, then those jobs and those opportunities are going to our sister cities like Facebook. They're going over to, you know, Newton County and Rockdale and, and um, bypassing, but they have to pass us to get there. Mm -hmm. So we're missing lots of opportunities. You know what I heard? Lobbying. I don't know if that's, a bad word or not, <laughs> but <laughs> that's what I heard. And you know what I lobby for? That's the theme of this one. I'll, I'm going to pick a theme for every candidate. Our theme is snacks, Dr. Adona. Oh, I'm lobbying. I'm getting hungry. <laughs> exactly. Dinner right after this. Right. So no, but that was a, a great answer. Thank you so much for sharing that insight. And it's actually something I haven't heard um, before mm -hmm. from representation and bringing highlights and visibility to the city. So moving on to our final scheduled question. Tell me, and this is important. I think you might need to look in the main camera for this okay. one. Okay. Why should we vote for you? I love that question. First of all, you should vote for me because what I bring is 30 plus years of work experience, solid work experience. And that work experience includes writing and implementing economic development plans. Yes, economic development plans. Next, I've got a strong track record for writing legislation in the past. Some forms of legislation that I've written would be to look out for our youth. I proposed legislation to have a youth council. The other piece of legislation was the smart city. We had sponsors ready to invest into this city. We don't have streetlights up and down a lot of these streets, and that's dangerous. So one of the first things I would do is partner with some of these partners and bring in um, streetlights. The other thing is we have Arabia Mountain and unless somebody pick up the mountain and move it, it's going to always be there. So my mother used to tell me, whatever hand you've been dealt, you take that hand and you do the best you can with it. So what can we do with the mountain? Tourism. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that mountain tourism. People can come from all over the world. 
But right now, if they come and walk the mountain, we're not even selling them a bottle of water. That's a missed opportunity. And last but not least, public safety. I don't want to walk the mountain if I'm not safe. There was a time when I would walk Arabia Mountain by myself, but not today. So I would invest in public safety. And I have a plan on how we can actually finance that and make it workable. First thing I would do um, once I'm the, the next mayor is I would give the parks back to the county, take all that money and invest it into public safety. Why? We're not going to miss anything. Arabia Mountain's not going anywhere. The county was doing a phenomenal job taking care of it. They have the resources, the manpower to build that um, mountain. And we don't have that, but yet we get to benefit from it. So I would take all of that money and invest it into public safety. Let me give you a statistic. We have for the entire city of Stonecrest, we have seven police officers. Yes, I said seven. That's patrolling the whole city. And that's on a good day. And if two of them are out sick, you got five. I don't care what type of plan you have in mind for economic development. If nobody feels safe, they're not going to come here. And that's a fact. And it doesn't matter how many snacks you have. That's right. Do I see the snack? Oh, the potato chips. Wait, what? Oh, hold oh, on. Yeah. You scared me. I thought I was like, for real. Baby roof. <laughs> and that was not to make light of anything that you just said. Thank you so much for telling us why we should vote for you. I feel like that was incredibly impactful. And I don't even need snacks to know that. Thank you so much for answering our collection of questions. It's been fabulous. Now, can you tell us a little bit more about your candidacy in general, about your platform, and how we can learn more about you, where to find you, donate, and anything that you have coming up um, closer to the election date? Not anything that's soon, but something closer out near November 7th where people can sure. have an opportunity to come and meet you. Sure, sure. First of all, I want the people to know that my platform begins with collaboration. It begins with making Stonecrest stronger. And it begins with smart growth. We want growth, but we want the right type of growth. In order for us to get where we need to be, we have to bring in the right types of industries. And one of the things you can do if you want to find out more about my background, find out what I've been doing for the past 20 years, I have a solid record of working in the community. I believe I'm the only candidate in the race who have both legislative and business experience. So listen, I'm going to be your business mayor and be able to make these small businesses stronger uh, in this community. If you grow your business base, you'll grow your tax base. If you grow your tax base, you'll have more monies to be able to do things like put street lights out there. And let me just add, if I may, on my way over here, I saw trash everywhere, not in your neighborhood, but on the way over here. We got to clean the city up. I didn't see any trash when I came into this neighborhood. But if I drive out of this neighborhood, there's trash everywhere. Hey, it doesn't take a law on the book to clean up the city. It takes a caring mayor who would galvanize and mobilize the people and get out there and clean up Stonecrest. And again, I want to go back to the collaboration piece. We got to unify this city. This city's been torn apart. It's time to bring it together. It's time to let people know you have a, a mayor who's going to listen to you, who's going to be accessible. Lastly, let me add, and I have not mentioned this, our money is important. And the way we spend it and the way we allow people to spend it is very important. 
And so we have to have people be accountable. There have to be audits. There have to be forensic audits. Forensic audits are not always bad. People panic. But what a forensic audit do many times, it also can bring attention to monies that you didn't know you had. It's like you find this piggy bank somewhere. So, but in order for you to know what's going on with the city, there no new mayor should want to be sworn in without saying first, let me see what's going on with the budget and the finances first. Second, let me be accessible because people will tell you what they want. You can't be Santa Claus. But the things that our citizen are asking for, there is no reason why we can't get it. They're not asking for rocket science. And if we keep going down the path that we're going, we're not going to be able to reverse it. So this election, people vote because your life does depend on it. If you want to find out more about me, go to dianefermayor.com. That's D-I-A-N-E-F-O-R-M-A-Y-O-R.com. And you'll be able to see a lot of the community work that I've done. And you'll be able to see my passion and you'll be able to see my platform. I look forward to seeing you at the polls. Thank you. Thank you so much, Dr. Adoma. And we are so happy to continue to bring you this election series for all candidates. For all of our city council candidates, you can hear them in audio only by going to the stonecrestpodcast.com or going to Spotify, Apple, Google Podcasts, as well as all other platforms such as iHeart and Pandora as well. So thank you so much. And you will catch all of these interviews on YouTube. Follow us on Instagram at the Stonecrest Podcast. And we'll catch you next time. Oh, vote in the no. The Stone Press Podcast. Spreading awareness within our community. Community.